church say amen. amen. Thank you, Brother Jerry Foster and Brother Wynn. For your singing, thank you, the audience members. And I hope and pray that you meant every word that you sung. Amen. It is good to be here today, and I'm not going to prolong with preliminaries and all of that stuff, but I do want to take the time to welcome any who are visiting with us today. If this is your first time visiting with us, we extend a warm welcome to you. And we hope and pray that you have come seeking out the truth. You have come to seek out a place that you can be edified through the teaching, through the worshiping, and that you are seeking out a place that has no place for entertainment in its worship. But we are serious about the God that we serve because we know he is a serious God. And we stand ready to answer any questions that you may have concerning what we teach as members of the Church of Christ as well as questions you may have in your journey, in your search for trying to understand better to find your way to Christ, to find your way to salvation. Not just any type of salvation that men throw out there, but the true salvation that comes from the word of God that are found in this book we call the Bible. There are many, I recall what John writes, John writes in 1 John 4 and 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit to see if it is of God. We stand firm on that. That's why we invite questions. We invite you the opportunity to question us pertaining to why we don't have mechanical instruments of music, why we take communion every first day of the week, Sunday, why we don't call the preacher reverend, why we don't allow women in the pulpit to preach. We stand firm on the Bible. 1 Peter 4 11, it teaches us if if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. We don't just come together and make a bunch of rules and say we oppress women as so often it is said that the men in the church of Christ oppress women. They don't allow women to do anything. Women are allowed to do everything God authorizes them to do. Amen. Amen. Because first and foremost, and what you need to understand, please get this. The church belongs to Christ. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5 says he's the head of it. He's the savior of the body. We don't have the authority to come together and make rules that supersede what has already been established. So we stand firm to entertain any questions that you may have. And we are serious about that. We don't don't argue about the scriptures. We don't get upset. The Bible says what it says. Amen. And in the end, when I close my eyes in death one day, just like you shall one day also, these same words are going to judge both of us. So there's no need to argue about what is written. What is written is written. And it's up to us to accept it as the truth or we can deviate from it. But there shall come a day when we will give an account. 
to the things that we did reject. Today we would like to deal with a subject matter who changed the definitions. Who changed the definitions? Brother Gerard read into your hearing from 1 Peter chapter 2 and beginning at verse 1, wherefore laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. If so, be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed all of men, but chosen of God and precious. Ye also as lively stones, not dead stones, lively stones, are built up on, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So we have a purpose of being here. We have a purpose as for how we conduct our way of living. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. And a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Listen to verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You're not just hanging out there with everybody anymore. You're special in God's sight. He has placed a value on you that only he can place upon you. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I love that. His marvelous light. Yeah, man. You don't have a light of your own to go out there shining. All right, now. Like you don't have a horn to be out there tooting about yourself. All right, but you are chosen generation. Yeah. Verse 10 said, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, yeah. which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Yeah. Let me read verse 10 again. Yeah. Which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God. We were nothing. Right. We were worthless. All right. We had no value. That's right. 
Not in the eyes of God. Not in the sight of God. We had no value. Which had not obtained mercy. But now. Have obtained mercy. So recognizing who we are. That we are a chosen generation. There are descriptive terms. Concerning. About who we are. And. My slide will not move. Are they asleep back there? <laughs> you know, when the preacher said a slide won't move, you're supposed to be hitting the laptop. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Thank you. I just read that so we'll move on to our first word definition. Chosen. To be selected, preferred, or picked from among a group. Selected. Selected. Preferred or picked from among a group. That's who we are who have obeyed and accepted the gift of salvation, been baptized for the remission of our sins. Listen to the word of God and has obeyed that gospel call yeah. to turn our lives over to Christ. Totally. Yeah. We were selected, preferred, or picked from among of all the people in the world. God saw me. God saw you. Yeah. And you were chosen as I have been chosen. That makes me feel special. You know, it's like being on your job, a special project comes up and it's something along the line that you know that you're good at doing and everything. And the only problem is there are some other people who are just as good. But yet the supervisor decides, hey, I want you to head this project. And you know what? You don't sit there disappointed. You don't sit there upset. You feel good. Because guess what? The supervisor has entrusted that I have some confidence in you. That you can take care of business here. God loves us so much. Right. That he chose us. That even when we had no worth or value. Because at one time we were not a people. We were not a people. We were just existing. Doing our own thing. Living the life of sin. Enjoying whatever the world threw at us. And whatever we can indulge in. Right. Right. But he chose us. Yeah. Yeah. He chose us. Are we living up to the expectations of being chosen? Right now. People don't just choose you for great things to be disappointed. People choose you having the hope and the confidence that you will do what is right. 
Are we living up to the expectations of royalty? Right. Are we living up to the expectations of whose family we are a member of? Or are we still living as if we don't know who our father is? Right, right now. The Bible says we are a royal priesthood. A royal priesthood relating to or belonging to or consisting of a king or other members of a monarch's family. Well, we know who the king is. We know who the king is. Are you living as royalty? You, you, you hear on the news from time to time, you see how members of the royal family, family critics are always criticizing because they, they might not sit a certain way. Well, they broke tradition. They broke this because they giggled or they laughed or, you know, so many things they expect out of royalty. Well, you shouldn't do this. When you meet the queen, you don't reach out and shake your head, shake her hand, do this. You learn to curse and this and that. All types of things. All of this, all of this comes through grooming and preparing and learning and everything. Why? Because you are royalty and you just don't blend in with everybody else. Right. Amen. Uh, you know, that's fine, well, and good. But let me tell you, it's something far greater and better than learning whether to reach out and shake a hand or to curtsy or whatever. Right It's called living godly. It's called presenting your body a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Romans 12 and verse 1. Yeah. There is something far greater than the royalty will ever be able to exhibit over in England. God expects us to present ourselves as royalty. Amen. And recognizing that we praise the king, the real king. Amen. And we glorify him. Through the manner in which we carry ourselves, the way in which we live, and how we love one another, how we look out for each other. Yeah. That's the royalty God is concerned about. Yeah. Is this the type of royalty we are exhibiting? Or do people see you as just regular Joe Blow? You blend in like every other nasty joke telling person at work. You blend in with every other whoremonger and, and adulterer and fornicator at work. Right. Oh, we just like family. Be careful what you agree to as far as being a part of who family. Right. 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 Sometimes you need to speak up when folks say, oh, we just like family. No, we ain't. That's right. That's right. No, we're not. That's right. I'm not a part of that family. I'm a part of the family of God. Man. Royalty just don't hang out with anybody. Amen. Did you hear me? Amen. 
royalties in date anything or anybody. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. Can I say that again? Royalties in date anybody. And if you truly understand who you are as being royal, why are you messing with something that's going to contaminate, defile, distort your true identity? That's right. That's right. This ain't a Latin. This is real stuff. How are you going to increase your spirituality and your your, your godliness by tagging along and dragging along somebody who don't even care about your God? You ever seen royalty over in England? You ever seen royalty marry somebody broke? And spiritual royalty shouldn't be messing with somebody who's spiritually broken. We should be we should be trying to do better in life. Not grabbing hold of somebody. Look, living faithful is already a struggle. Yes, it is. It's already difficult. Yes, it is. Why do I need dead weight? Man. Why do I? But but he's fine. But he's dead weight. Yeah. But she's cute. But she's dead weight. Yeah. How much closer is he or she gonna draw you to God? That's right. And that should be our focus. Yeah. Are you living like royalty? Relating to and belonging to a consistent of a king. You know what? We have been chosen to be members of a royal priesthood. Yes, sir. That's it. Ooh. I said I might have spent a little time right here. Holy. Yeah. Holy. That is in your Bible, right? It says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. A holy nation. A holy nation. Holy, dedicated or set apart for religious purposes. And this purpose, for God's purpose. To glorify and to worship and serve. Sacred or coming from a divine being of power. Devoted to the service of God. Holy, dedicated, or set apart. Think about it for a moment. The animals that were offered as sacrifices under the Old Testament. They didn't go out and get an old flea bag, a, a goat with ticks, or a ram 
with fleas or anything like that. They made sure what was offered was of the best. They, they wanted God's approval of the sacrifice. They wanted God to receive and accept that sacrifice because it was important. Where folks, as the Hebrew writer said, the, the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of heifer. We, we, we're not offering animals anymore. We're not burning anything at the altars anymore. Amen. But we are called upon to present ourselves. Yes, sir. So that means you can't be out there laying up with somebody got fleas and ticks. And STDs and everything else. And then turn and desire to present yourself before God. Living any kind of way, doing all types of things. It's unacceptable. That's right. Amen. Amen. And that's just the physical. Yeah. Spiritually. Oh my goodness. If if my desire to please God and have God accept me, I have to know who God is. Amen. That come by way of studying. Yeah, that's right. come by way of studying, that come by way of availing myself to learn and to be taught. I cannot expect to present myself holy under God. The Bible said, be ye holy for I am holy. God is holy. Why would he accept anything less than being holy? It does not say a, a, a certain defilement or a certain level of holiness. No, holy to God is holy. Amen. Amen. We always want to whitewash and put conditions on something. Well, you know, it used to be when you bought something white, it was white. Yeah. When you bought something black, it was black. Yeah. Now, you get ready to buy something, well, it's 15 different shades of white. Yeah. 15 different shades of black. Man, I just thought black was black. I just thought white was white. Yeah. 15 different shades of red. Man, you want to get stressed out? Paint. Do some paint at your house. Yeah. That's <laughs> Red used to just be red. Oh no, well that's rose red, that's rose plum, that's just plum red, and there's this red and this red. Man, just just put, leave the drywall up there. No, holy is holy, folks. And and what's so important about this? We should be dedicated people. We should be set apart. We're supposed to stand out among the people. Let me say that again. We're supposed to be standing out among the people. No, we we don't laugh at the field. That's right. And the nasty jokes. No, we don't run to the clubs and the places everybody else is running. That's right. We don't, we don't become desensitized because everybody else has just accepted, hey, that's the way it is. Right. 
No, we are declared to be holy. If we expect God to receive us. So to be holy, verse number 2 in Romans 12, it tells us how we become in presenting ourselves to be assured that we're doing this the right way. And be not conformed to this world, but being transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good. See, there's something for us to prove to God. God don't have to prove anything to us. We're seeking for God to accept us. God will be fine without us. We're seeking to be accepted by him. The animal sacrifices, they took preparation, made preparation to make sure everything that was supposed to have been done before it was offered was done. That's right, And God is no less serious today about accepting sacrifices than he was back then. Amen. And if he would strike you dead, if he would reject your sacrifice under the Old Testament over an animal, yeah. he will reject us today. Yes, sir. That's right. About how we live. That's Amen. right. That's right. This thing is real, folks. Dedicated or set apart for religious purposes. In this case, for God. The preacher said over in Ecclesiastes a long time ago, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. Keep His commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. You know what? Everything else in life comes second. Fearing God, keeping his commandments, that's what life is about, folks. Yeah. If you're a Christian. That's right. Keeping yourself unspotted from the world, dedicating yourself, consecrating yourself. Making sure when people see you, they know you're not like everybody else. Young ladies, how you dress? How you dress should be a sermon to every man that look at you. When a man look at you, he should be able to come to the conclusion that she ain't she don't look or appear to be quick and easy. Right. She don't seem to be like a drive-through hit. Take you to Chick-fil-A and you're a done deal. <laughs> How you dress should be a testimony to every man that You don't want to mess with me. I fear God. That's why I'm not showing you anything. Wouldn't it be great if all the Christian women dressed like that? You know, I I thought about one time. I said, boy, I know I won't be preaching here anymore. That'll probably be my last. (laughs) 
I said one Sunday I was going to say we were going to do a runway service. <laughs> we're going to have every sister to stroll down the aisle and, and just show what she's wearing that Sunday. You know what? Some probably wouldn't have a problem. Some would. Amen. Some would. Some look at themselves before they leave to come here and they know. Right now. You shouldn't be showing that. Right. There are some lines men don't need to see. That's right. That's right. There are some strings men don't need to know. That's right. E F G. Strings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Y'all will get it later. There are just certain ways you don't dress. Amen. Claiming holiness. Amen. You can be a stumbling block. Not only to people in the world, you can be a stumbling block for a person in the worship. Amen. And let me go on and say it. Ooh. <laughs> the men and the tight, effeminate looking outfits. Come on now. Come on now, God made a man a man. He made a woman a woman. He did not design a man to compete with a woman. Right. On whose rear could be the roundest? Or whose rear could attract the most attention? A man should dress like a man. It should be masculine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're these young men walking around today. Now you wonder how they put that. How they put it on? And you wonder why so many men talk with such a high pitch. Yeah. The blood ain't circulating. <laughs> they, 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 they reaching for air. Yeah. How are you doing today? No. Oh, put, some, put some bass in your butt. But you can't. You ain't got no air. Yeah. <laughs> Dress like a man. And notice, I didn't say you had to be gay to dress like that. That's right. There's a biblical term, effeminate. That's right. yeah. That means you, you, you demonstrate, you show ways of being feminine. Yeah, that's right. And it's a sin. Amen. If God had wanted you to be a female, he would have known what to do. Yeah. He would have known what to cut off and what to split. That's right. Holy. Yeah. Holy. You can't live like the world and present yourself holy. Amen. You must prove what is that good and acceptable. Perfect will of God. Amen. It's in the book for a reason. Amen. 
when a woman look at a man, your way of dressing should be a testimony to her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, you know what? That is a protector right there. He would be a provider right there. Yeah. Marry some of these jokers, you spend more time arguing about who's going to be in the mirror longer than the <laughs> He got to get his nail done more than you. Mm-hmm. You better watch what you grab. That's right. Amen. 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 <laughs> Bible said we are peculiar people. Yeah, yeah. Peculiar. People, people should be amazed by us. Yeah, yeah. They should look at us. You know what? They should study us. Yeah. They should wonder about us. That's right. Unusual characteristics. Odd behavior. Stand out behavior. Unusual because we don't blend in. We don't do what the world do. Amen. Amen. We, we, we believe holding out for sex until we get married. Yeah. Amen. We believe Amen. holding out for having sex until we get married. Amen. Once upon a time in the church, everybody would have yelled out, Amen. Yeah. But everybody don't believe that anymore. Amen. Some folks in the church just don't believe it's possible. Well, you're not going to see God's face in peace not believing that. That's right. We believe things should be done in accordance to the order of God, how God put it. We're supposed to be peculiar. We, we should be strange or different in the sight of people who are blind in sin. Are we? Are we? Or do we work hard at trying to blend in rather than standing out? Right. Do we seek not to be isolated, but we'll go out of our way to blend in? Mm. We got it all wrong, folks. That's right. There shouldn't be any shame about me being a Christian. There shouldn't be any shame about me holding to the values that the the word of God holds me accountable to. I shouldn't be embarrassed about that. The sinner should be ashamed. The sinner should be embarrassed about how they are living. The sinner should be ashamed that they're living up with a man or a woman that's not their husband or their wife. That's right. I shouldn't be ashamed about that because I say, no, I ain't going to move in with you. We ain't married. Amen. Amen. Why should a Christian be ashamed for upholding the values of what God expects? Yes. Remember, he chose us for a purpose. Amen. We may glorify him. So much sinfulness going on around us and and the things we need to be vocal about, we ain't vocal anymore. 
parents allowing children to invite boys to move in with them to live with their daughters under the same roof. Well, everybody doing that. Well, everybody could go to hell. Doesn't make it right because large numbers of people do it. Whatever happened to integrity? I'm simply saying today, folks, I'm not settling for anything less than what God demands. I can't tell you, I can't control how you live out there. I can't make you do anything. It's not my job to make you do anything. My job is to preach the word in season, out of season. My job is to love you, to encourage you, and to help uh, edify you and bring you into the knowledge of the truth that you may have a desire to want to do better. But there are some things we're not going to tolerate in the Lord's house. Amen. Amen. I don't care what other congregation may be wavering on or, or accepting or being quiet about it with their head in the sand about. We're not going to tolerate sin up in here. Amen. 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 When, when you get tapped on the shoulder and advise that that is not appropriate what you're wearing, yeah. you, you can... You can you can say thank you so much for pointing that out to me and change your wardrobe or you can get mad. Yeah. You may say, well, you don't like what I'm wearing? Buy me something. I'll take you to tank. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. Yeah. I ain't taking my wife to go with you. <laughs> so if you if you expected to use that, be ready. I'm letting you know what my response is. Right. I care about your soul enough that you may present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable before God, than to walk around here looking like some 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 hussy. Amen. God didn't make you to sell yourself and present yourself as a marked down idol. Amen. You should, you should feel better about yourself yes, sir. than to even dress like that. Amen. But I understand. Sometimes people have issues. Yeah. But you know what? That's why we love you enough at the church to bring your issues to your attention. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And we can't allow your sinful issues the way you dress to affect and cause other people to stumble and sin. Amen. 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 Both supposed to come to church to worship, right. not to lust. Amen. Do I need to say that again? Yeah. Both come to church to worship, yeah. not to lust. If you know, if you know there's a, a large amount that you holding in the rear, you know what? You shouldn't be wearing these tight pants. Amen. <laughs> 
looking like a lunar lander. <laughs> Have some regard and respect. Not just the fact that you're here, wherever you go. Amen. Amen. Have some respect for God. Amen. Just because everybody else out there wearing it, That's right. it don't make it right for you to wear Amen. as a Christian. Amen. I'm going to say this, I'm done. These sisters be meeting on Saturdays at the sewing class. Mm -hmm. Because you know, one excuse folks all they want to use, but everywhere you go, that's just the clothes they make now. You can't find nothing uh, modest anymore. That's a lie. That's a lot. Not only is that a lie, you can come up here and learn how to make your own clothes. Now, if you're really serious about presenting your body, living sacrifice, come up here and learn how to make your own clothes. If you really want to please God, you're going to sacrifice and do whatever you need to do to please God. Can't just say, well, that goes on the clothes they make it. Well, buy something and then modify them. Yeah. Add some more material. Yeah. Who changed the definitions, folks? If the Bible said we're peculiar, we should be peculiar. Amen. If the Bible said we're holy, we yeah. should be holy. That's right. If the Bible says we are these things, we should be these things. Amen. Who changed the definitions? Right. I haven't read no memo from heaven, from God saying, uh, I'm a curve, I'm a, I'm a grade on the curve. <laughs> I'll let you slide because you know what? You were wearing. You were wearing something that really, really you shouldn't have been wearing. But I understand. I'm a, I'm a great on the curve on that. No, folks. Uh, right is right. Amen. And wrong is wrong. Amen. Love God enough yeah. to dress respect. Amen. Young ladies. I was a young man before. Believe it or not, I was 15, 16 years old. Can y'all believe that? No. King. 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 I was 15, 16 years old before. Can you believe that? Uh, how you doing, man? You doing all right? And even at 15, 16, as managed as I was at some time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I had the most respect for? All right. <clears throat> Girls who covered up. Amen. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Really, who I had the most respect for? Yeah. Because you know, me and me and the guys we get together on the sad. Even much left for the imagination. <laughs> so she must want some attention. That's right. Yeah. But those girls who wore those long dresses, <coughs> man, we used to just try to see their ankle. <laughs> Somehow, some way, even when they sat down, the dress covered their ankles. <laughs> hey, girl, show me something. 
just say, you better leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. But you know what? You saw them as, look, you ain't getting away with it. But when you advertising yourself, showing things you should be showing, you're sending out wrong messages. And some men's minds are already messed up. Yes, sir. Some young boys' minds are already messed up. Yes, sir. The hormones are already kicking in direction that they don't know what to do. Man, for Don't make it no more difficult than what it is for them in life. Man. Cover yourself up. That's right. Cover yourself up. And I say the same thing for men. Yes, sir. And young boys. Yes, sir. Put your shirt on. Man. Put your shirt on. Pull your drawers up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put on some decent clothes and present yourself. In the male gender, yeah. masculine, yeah. and stop competing, looking like a female. Amen. The definitions are still the same. Yes, sir. According to God's word. Yeah. When we lay our hands folded and rest, we're going to be judged accordingly. Yes, sir. Titus chapter 2 outlines about modesty. Amen. How the older women should teach. But first, older women, get your act together. Amen. Present yourself right. Amen. Before you go trying to teach somebody else. Yes, sir. That's right. That the word of God be not plastered. Amen. Older men have a responsibility to teach the younger men. Yes, sir. Younger men, we can't make you do anything. But I tell you what, you can make life hard for yourself. Yeah. Or you can heed wise counsel. Man. And stand a chance. Yeah. It's up to you. The definitions are still the same. Man. Be who God chose you. That's right. To please him, that you may be accepted by him yeah. without any question or doubt. Amen. If you're here today and you haven't obeyed the invitation, you haven't accepted the invitation to become a Christian, here's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity to lay aside the cares of this world, the things of this world that separation from God. You can become a Christian today. Amen. And start a new walk in Christ. Having all your sins washed away. Amen. And all things become new. Yeah. You may say to yourself, well I'm not really a bad person. That's by your reasoning. Yeah. But outside of being in Christ, you're a terrible person. Man. You're a lost person. Yeah. 
it, it's not a matter, you don't have to smoke dope or drink, get drunk and all that. You know what? You're just separated from God. Man. You're lost. Yeah. You're lost. And the only way you can be saved is to be in Christ. Amen. And the only way you can get in Christ, you cannot bypass the water. Amen. You must be baptized for the remission of your sins. Amen. You must acknowledge and confess that you believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Yeah. You must repent of your sins. Changing, turning, following the new path that leads into eternal life. You can do that today. Not tomorrow, not next Sunday, not next month, but today. Yeah. And you can walk out of here today knowing you're saved. Amen. Amen. For us who are members, whatever it is we need to get right, we know the rules. Amen. We know the rules. Amen. I just share some stuff to stir up your pure mind yeah. to help you get back to where you need to be Amen. and where you never should have left. Amen. God desires to save you today. Yeah. Don't allow the cares of this world to separate you from God. Amen. Doing what he desires to do. He wants to save you. Amen. What's our song? 633. 633. Come on up, Jeff. 633 is our invitation song. We're going to stand and sing that. And if you have a desire to be baptized today for the remission of your sin. You can walk forward and be seated here on the front row. Let us together stand and let us sing. Careless soul, why 